Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to another edition of the Baby Bowl 2021. I think that's the year we are in. I know we are in NFL week number six, Rob. I have with me the grandpa. Uh, you're not the grandpa. Why do I keep saying grandpa, Rob? He's the <laughs> daddy of the baby bull at Norton0723 on Twitter is where you can find him. You can find me on Twitter at Loafinet. Don't forget to follow the show at FI Today with a little underscore. But welcome, Rob, to baby bull number week number six. Thanks, Wes. Thanks, Wes. I mean, I am getting older. I mean, I'm getting <laughs> older quick. So, uh, grandpa, you know, I, I, it's it's coming soon enough. No, it's not coming soon enough. <laughs> look, we got to get you and Julie. We got to look, look, we need to. I need to send you and Julie out on a date night or something because not only do we have to get the uh, baby number two, the little baby Norton number two coming soon, right? <laughs> I, I'm a, but also, I got to distract Julie from, from doing so well in the baby bowl. She's just moving up. The, she almost won this week, Rob. I know. She, it, you know, it, it was funny. We were sitting there and. I knew some of the players she had going and I knew she had the Tom Brady, <laughs> the Tom Brady stack. And, um, so when he was killing it early, I, uh, I saw she was moving up quick and she was sitting there first for a long time. And she, she was actually getting nervous. She was getting nervous. She, she kept saying, I kept telling her, I was like, what are you going to say when you come on? She's like, Oh, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know what I'm going to say. So, um, she was partially a little bit, she, she was, she was good. I think she was kind of excited to come on, but at the same time she was like nervous because she doesn't know very much <laughs> aside from what she hears from me. Well, you just tell her there's only one, one, that your house is only big enough for one microphone. Okay. Just tell her that. Right. No, she's, <laughs> Julie is welcome to come on at any time, but she didn't win. She fell a little bit short, but we do have the winner with us this week. And, and I love his King Petty. He is called King Petty on Twitter at King Petty FFB. I'm going to call FFB. Yeah, FFB. I'm going to call him KP tonight. That's what we're calling him, Rob. Welcome KP into the program. Hey, hey there. Lewis, how's it going? Hey, there he is. I, I'm doing. I'm go. It's going well. Going well there, KP. You you have got a wonderful little Twitter handle. I love the pink KP. Is there a reason that you have a pink KP on your uh, avatar there? Yes. So actually, my primary colors are green and black. Uh, mm-hmm. But for breast care, breast cancer awareness month, um, I changed it to pink. Ah, see, I knew the direction it was going. That's what a good host does. He can kind of see through some things right there uh, and and be able to tell that it was pink. And yes, it is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And we want to make sure everybody, not only females, males go out and get checked for anything that they have. Uh, The age is not a factor there. You just got to make sure everything's okay. And also raise money for those kind of things. Donate to that, those causes this month. Uh, We probably, at least I've had people affected like that in my family a couple of different ways. So just, uh, that's always a great thing to be able to support a cause like that kp why why king petty why king petty uh so that's a funny story um i'm actually a very very petty person um i try not to be like on like on twitter and facebook but i'm very petty um (laughs) and in my circle of friends they do call me like the king of like being petty so i was like that's a good name i like that um my my previous nickname was loco mexi but everybody used to call me coco mexi just because how i italicized my L so it looked like Coco instead of Loco so Uh I was like this is way better (laughs) (laughs) I I like it it reminds me of the racer from a long time ago are are either one of you old enough to uh, know Richard Petty is that is that ring a bell 
Yes, I actually yes, do know yes. that. <laughs> okay, all right. I was making sure because I, I I put myself in a little age bracket every once in a while. But he used to look so cool, man. He, he, that black hat that he used to have and that mustache and stuff. And that's when, to me, and Rob, I, I, won't, I won't be surprised if you're not into NASCAR DFS stuff. But to me, I miss those days when I was growing up as a kid and I could identify all the different cars out there because they had different body shapes and styles. And I thought that was cool because whenever I would get in, you know, uh, in a car and I'd be driving around. Well, not me personally, unless we want to go and visit, revisit the first time I ever drove. But uh, whenever we drive around town, you could see all those different cars on the road as well. And now when I watch NASCAR, Rob, I, can't, I don't even know who anybody is. All I do is just start cheering for Brandon. That's all I learned to do. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I, you, you got me on you got me on that one. I, I used to do a little bit of fantasy NASCAR and things like that, but I actually haven't done it in a while. So I, uh, I, I wouldn't know pretty much anyone or anything to be <laughs> honest with you. <laughs> so uh, what about, and you said you remember, uh, Richard Petty as well, right? Right. KP. Uh, yes, I do. Um, only because recently someone brought it up to me. They're like, I think you're closer to Richard Petty than you are Tom Petty. Uh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, I do know who Tom Petty is, so let's look up Richard Petty. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's definitely me because he was the king. Very good. And we appreciate your pettiness being on the Baby Bowl podcast this week <laughs> very much. And, no and well-deserved, too, because you built a beautiful lineup. Rob, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at this lineup or not. Uh, and he, he scored a bunch of points. He scored a bunch of points, which pushed him up in the ranks. Rob, do you have the ranks right now, right now, of who like the top five are still? You want the overall top five? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, overall top fives. We have Max at at S Fantasy FB is in first. We got at Falcons O two three is in second. We have at Coupe A Fiasco in third. At JP Cho Nose is in fourth, and at J Crockett twenty four is in fifth. Who's <laughs> in seventh? That <laughs> Mocha oh, Matcha. Geez. <laughs> and, um, and yeah. it did shoot you up there to 12th uh, uh, KP a little bit there. So that you are moving up in the ranks. You're averaging 122 points each and every week. Have you had a bad week yet? Like a real bad week? I've had a few. Um, and I, I think I posted about it in our you know, Twitter group chat. Um, <laughs> I just remember I was like, I was in the middle of the pack and then I was at the bottom. And I was like, I don't know how that <laughs> happened. And uh, yeah, there was a couple of bad weeks, um, but I, I felt pretty good going into this one. All right. That's good. How did you get involved with the Baby Bowl? How long have you been active in the uh, Baby Bowl procedures here? So this is actually my, my first year doing this. Okay. Um, Rob invited me this year uh, into it because I, I interact with Rob a lot um, just in Twitter, in the Twitter feeds. Um, typically... Um, I'll just do like my own like Yahoo leagues. Um, I've been trying to get into a little bit of everything. So when Rob proposed this to me, I was like, this is pretty cool. I've never done this type of setup. So I was like, this is something I definitely want to get into. Yeah. And, and it does have a little different mix into it. And to me, it breaks up the monotony a little bit of the regular setting your lineups and all that stuff. And we're worried about the waiver wire pickups each and every week and stuff like that. So, okay, P, we are glad you are involved with it and, and please spread that word. We are doing it for, for Rob's sake and, and we're donating to some charities, Rob. I have failed to mention those charities probably because it just slips my mind each and every time, you know, which charities we're donating to better than I do. Please mention them to everybody. 
Yeah, we're going to be donating half half of the donation goes to March of Dimes and half to Ashley's Embrace. So, and and then KP won his part as well this week, right? Yeah, yeah. Every week, um, the high score on the week gets I think it's twenty one dollars and twenty five cents for the high score bonus. So even if even uh, people who you know feel like they're out of it in the year long running have a chance to win any given week. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's always cool. I appreciate being able to give back to charity in some way, but also have an opportunity to win that as well. And I think I think if I ever catch up with Max somewhere down the line, she's going to end up buying me a cup of coffee down the road because she's at first place. She's won two weeks uh, out of these entire years. And KP, I, I offer the same thing to you. I will allow you to buy me a cup of coffee with your twenty one dollars that you win. All right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I, all right. Hey, uh, let's let's look down here at our lineups and and weave these together and talk about these games from last week a little bit. Rob, I, the first thing that jumped off at me whenever I looked at all the quarterbacks that we started is is you ended up starting Lance last week, and and he only gave you 15 DraftKings points. What was your thinking behind him with San Francisco? Were you thinking that maybe you know this is going to be the last time I have an opportunity to play him? Of course, you probably thought he was going to have a better week than 15. Yeah, definitely. So this one was one that I really went back and forth on. And even heading into the four o'clock games, I almost switched off Lance um, to and switched off to Josh Allen is what I was debating between. And obviously that would have been, you know, pushed me a lot higher. Um, but, yeah, I was just thinking that, you know, he first first game, they were going to design a lot of runs for him. And they did design a lot of runs. I believe he got 16 carries, which you mm-hmm. love to see that for for a fantasy quarterback and then so after that point um i i figured you know arizona was going to be up in the game arizona's a fast-paced offense high scoring team so they were going to have to score to keep up and you know i loved i loved the usage getting the 16 carries and things like that but just he didn't get any scores so you know the 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 score definitely uh was lower than i like it i'd like it to be yeah, and I stuck Burrow in there. Burrow seems to be a, a 20, a 22-point kind of a guy. I like the matchup that he had. Uh, but, uh, KP, you were smarter than everybody, and you were smarter than Rob, who didn't switch over to Josh Allen. You put Josh Allen in there against the Kansas City Chiefs. And, and I mean, the, the Buffalo Bills took the Chiefs out to behind the woodshed and spanked them a couple of times. And Josh Allen was the, the conductor of all that with 37 points last week. Uh, great job, KP. Yeah, thanks for that. Um, I actually, I really thought about this one going into this week, uh, or last week rather, um, mainly because I was really trying to like conserve my Dak roster part, um, mainly because I want to save Dak until Kansas City uh, for the exact same reason um, that I chose Josh Allen uh, because of the matchup. The Kansas City secondary is just atrocious outside of mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew. Um so I figured that they were going to pick them apart. Either they were going to focus on Diggs and then and Emmanuel Sanders and Dawson Knox were just going to light them up or it was just going to be a heavy Diggs night. Um, we did see, you know, that Diggs did get a pretty long catch there. I think it was 60 yards, I believe. Um, but ultimately, Dawson, Dawson Knox, who was also my pick, went off just like just how I predicted it, um, mainly because I saw his usage going up after that first game. He was getting about 80 80 percent of the snap count um so i i i like to see a snap count and volume trend in the in the positive direction 
Um, and I saw that a lot with Dawson Knox, and he's slowly becoming a, a really dangerous red zone threat. Um, it kind of reminds me of like the Jimmy Graham days back in the day. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of the the way I went with Josh Allen and Dawson Knox. I like to do I like to do stacks. Um, they can either kill you or they can they can boost you up just like they did with uh, Dawson Knox and Josh Allen. Rob, what are you doing bringing these ringers in here like this? Do you hear how KP is talking? <laughs> He's talking about stacking them up. He's talking about usage rates and uh, playing rates. You're bringing ringers into the baby bowl, and I have yet to win a single week in the ba- – I don't even know that you've won a week yet, Rob, in the baby bowl since we've been podcasting together. I don't think I have. I've I've come close a couple times last year, and uh, but, yeah, I haven't, I haven't either. Yeah. And you know what? Well, does- it's, it's frustrating. It's yeah, don't, yeah, well, quit bringing these ringers in here and take your <laughs> wife out to dinner and distract the young lady once or twice. Hey, talking about tight ends, you did put Knox in there, KP. And Rob, you put Jaseki in there. Disappointing week after coming off of a couple of really good weeks. He only got us eight points last week. I ended up being a smart guy and putting Hunter Henry in there. Rob, tell me about Hunter Henry. That guy has been on fire lately. He's He's clearly the number one tight end in New England like we like to see. Yeah, definitely. You know, it, I was really torn on Henry versus Janu heading into the year. Um, I actually drafted more Henry because he he kind of was dealing with an injury and slipped further in drafts. So I, I actually am more invested in Henry this year. So it's definitely I'm I'm glad to see that. But the way I had seen some uh, another analyst break it down on Twitter was that Janu is more athletic, but he's also the far better blocker. So if they're going to be, you know, both in there, it's it's far more likely that we see Henry run more routes and Janu have to stay in the block at, at times. And so you love to see Hunter Henry, you know, run those routes and get get more more of the route share. And um, so it seems like he's kind of separating himself in in New England right now. Definitely. Now, uh, Rob, since I have you on the podcast, which you're always on here each and every week at Norton 0723, not only good brain to pick when it comes to the baby bowl, but also for DFS lineups and everything. I, I, I don't know if you've ever officiated. I know you play a lot of basketball and all that. I don't know if you've ever really officiated. I know you got to make some tough calls with rule setups and everything. You've told me no many a times when I've asked you to put defenses in here in the mix so we can pick <laughs> defenses or tight ends because tight ends get really low at the end of the year. Uh, so I know you've told me no. And, and there's a couple of, of discrepancies I see in KP's lineup, all right? Because he put Austin Eckler in there at running back, and Austin Eckler got 33 points for him. And he also put Zeke Elliott in there, who got 25 points for him. I would personally like to take uh, six points per touchdown, I think is what we have here as our point system. I would like to take six of those points and give them back to Cleveland, because I think one of those times Cleveland ended up picking Eckler up off the ground— and running him into the end zone. And I'd like to give negative 15 points KP to Zeke Elliott for taunting on that touchdown run that he had where he's high-stepping Walter Payton style into the end zone. I know you're petty and everything like that, but I think I have a valid argument there, KP. (laughs) Yeah, that was actually uh, pretty funny. That was a great throwback for Zeke. Um, My my pop, he's uh, he's older. Um, He's from the 70s. That was his era. 
Uh, but he actually said that was the the Deion Sanders right there, <laughs> Tw- twenty one out of ten right there. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that was a great one. I'm sure you had to be going yes, yes. And I, I uh, KP, I I don't know how much you paid attention to that Charger Browns game. I know Rob was really involved in it, but man, that thing that was lighting up like a pinball machine in the fourth quarter, and you had to be going yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Yeah, actually, um, a lot of my roster is constructed on how I have the rest of my leagues. Um, so a couple of my leagues that I'm kind of like not doing too well, I have Josh Allen, Eckler, and Dustin Knox. So I was like, I'm just going to put them everywhere. I have great faith in this week. Uh, let's just see how they do, and maybe they can give me a, a win. And I got a win, at least in the baby bowl. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Uh, you stuck Henry in there. I think he played the Jags last week, Rob. And you uh, put my bear in there, I believe, last week, a D-Will. You may actually stick another D-Will in there this week as well from the Kansas City Chiefs. But Henry is just, he, he's going to be Derrick Henry. I'm not worried about him ever getting hurt again. He's a monster. I mean, it's just, it's it's ridiculous, the stuff that he's doing at this point. Have you... Uh, I know you're. I know you're a big Alabama guy, so you watched him all there. Did, have you ever gone back and looked at his high school stats? Oh yeah, yeah. His high school oh, stats are unbelievable. Like, it's un. It's unbelievable. I mean, every year, every year. I mean, and his senior year is just insane. I mean, I think he had like 55 touchdowns and 4,000 some yards. It was like 350 yards a game, and it was just. It was just. I mean, it's insane. I was. I was talking to a buddy the other day, and I said. You know, I used to be not a big fan of Derrick Henry. I was always lower than consensus on him because he didn't really catch passes, and I play in a lot of PPR, full PPR formats, so I was always lower on those kind of guys. But, you know, he's starting to catch passes more now. And not only that, but I just, at this point, with how legendary his high school career was, how insane his college career was, I just want to see him rack up crazy stats as a pro and just – see a see a basically like a 10 15 20 year just run of dominance by by this big guy wouldn't that be something too to like go okay uh, we know we know who has the best nfl stats of all time you know for a running back and stuff but what if we accumulated all of his stats nfl college and then go back to high school too and just see you know out of all those guys who ends up with the most stats that'd be something that'd be interesting just to see how much domination there actually was i don't know if they got any jim brown stats from high school or not but that'd be interesting hey i i tried to squeeze as much juice out of i could uh, as i could out of mike davis last week so i put him in there i figured with ridley being out and stuff i got 12 12 points out of him. So maybe I did squeeze as much juice as I could out of Mike Davis last week. And I put Henderson in there. Henderson seems like he's, we haven't seen a ceiling from him yet. He hasn't touched his ceiling yet, which is really disappointing. I thought he was in a great spot last week, but he just ended up not coming through as much as I wanted. I put Chase in there as a wide receiver, Crowder and Jones. Uh, I, you know, Crowder, Crowder for the New York Jets guys, you, you talked about it a little bit. I, the Deion Sanders. I didn't know Deion Sanders still played for the Atlanta Falcons. How were they able to shut down Jamison Crowder there in in, uh, in wherever they play? Where they play in in London? London. London. London yeah. yeah, yeah. They just shut him down. Uh, you put Devontae Adams in there. He's still the man. Diggs and Woods. I Rob, I can't believe you had the guts to play Woods last week. Yeah, it was. I was. I've been big on Woods for years. So p- part of it was being stubborn, I think, at this point, and part of it was just. I, I mean, I love the matchup. So, um, and a lot of times, what I've been trying to do too is I've been playing, especially if there's a guy I like on Thursday night, 
in terms of like, like the matchup. I'll try to throw him in there, and then depending on what that guy gives me that week. So like uh, this, for example, this week Woods gave me 27. I I felt better trying to load my lineup up um, with studs. Whereas if I had did have that dud game on Thursday night, I didn't necessarily. It's not like I was gonna specifically avoid studs, but I didn't want to load fully load a lineup up. And knowing that I might not even, even if I throw them all in there, I might not have the chance to take down first place. Yeah, I, I can understand that uh, a little bit. Let me pick your brain for a second, KP, because you didn't stick Stefan Diggs in there. And you talked about stacking people up. I don't know if you've burned Diggs already. I know that it looked like a smash spot for him last week against Kansas City. Rob, you actually did play him. He only gave you nine, uh, nine points last week. But but you stayed away from him, KP. Was there a specific reason why, or did you just burn him? Uh, so I do still have Diggs on on my lineups to pick to pick from. Um, I didn't pick Diggs this week mainly because I had more faith in Emmanuel Sanders and Dawson Knox. Um, we all everybody. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pretty close to consensus that everybody thought Diggs was going to be wide receiver one this year. Um, I have him in a couple of different leagues, and he hasn't performed to wide receiver one numbers, at least in my opinion. Um, so I was kind of—I'm just going to save him for now for maybe a more favorable matchup. Um, but at the moment, Emmanuel Sanders, Dawson Knox—they're both uh, increasing each week, um, getting all the red zone targets. Um, it's, it's really not even close um, between the, those two and Diggs and Beasley. Um, uh, the only other beneficiary in the red zone would be Zach Moss at this point. Rob, am I crazy in thinking that in redraft leagues, maybe even in dynasty leagues, that Diggs might be a, a great buy low candidate? And I'll tell you my reasoning behind it. I, I've seen Stephon Diggs in Minnesota not get attention. And this is what's happening right now in Buffalo, in my opinion. I don't know if he's turned into a team player. I don't know if he just hated the front office in Minnesota or whatever. And maybe he's not. Maybe he's more scared of the head coaches in Buffalo or something. But to me, they're going to have to give the ball to Diggs a little more than what they're doing now. Uh, am I am I thinking crazy? And he's about, he's a great buy low candidate. Yeah, I definitely. I definitely agree that he is a great buy low candidate. I mean, obviously. You know, it's all league dependent in, in terms of how how low is low in terms of, you know, what the whoever whoever has them on the roster is willing to sell them for. But I mean, it's definitely worth going out there and, and looking because like KP said, he was pretty close to, you know, wide receiver one heading into the year. Um, I know pretty much everyone had him at least top three. I know heading into the year he was my three. Um, and but even at this point with him disappointing i'd still have him probably if i i mean i haven't done my rest of seasons rankings lately but he'd probably be right around top five for me rest of the season still so if you can basically get him anywhere below that um it's worth buying low yeah, him and Calvin Ridley really disappointments for DraftKings people or for for drafts this year. Uh, Aaron Jones, you stuck Aaron Jones in there. He gave you 15 points. DJ Moore, probably your most disappointing player last week. KP he only gave you nine. Uh, maybe maybe Carolina's coming da- back down to earth a little bit. But uh, on the opposite side of the Stephon Diggs, the Calvin Ridleys, you, you put Mike Williams in there. Mike Williams gave you 37 points last week. Rounded out your field for 175. A great total. Great total. Nobody's hit 200 yet, Rob. But uh, KP hit 175. Mike Williams, KP, he might be 
the fantasy MVP this year, especially where people were able to get him in drafts? Oh, definitely. Um, for me, I wasn't totally in on him. Uh, I know there were a couple of like deep leagues that I was taking him like close to the sixth round. He was making it for me at least. Um, but yeah, I was, I was not in on him because I, he's burned me in, in years past. I wasn't sure. <laughs> totally behind him just yet. Um, but where I did pick him up, man, he is paying off exponentially, especially in my 12 and 14 team leagues. Yeah, and that, I think that's the, the stigma is how he's pay, not paid off for people in the past whenever we've had him in our uh, draft rooms or something like that. Whenever we've had him, we've always been terribly disappointed in Mike Williams, except for those one or two games where he's done really well. And then the rest of the year when he's sitting on IR or something, that just really frustrates you whenever that happens. Hey, uh, we're, we are talking to the king of the baby bowl this week king petty ffb on twitter uh we call him kp here and we just appreciate you taking part in this podcast kp we also appreciate you participating each and every week in the baby bowl because it is a year-long contest and kp i don't know if you've had a chance to think about this or not we, we and, and rob i don't know if it's too early to be plugging this or not but one of my favorite things and I, I feel like i need to be redeemed last year because i forgot to set my baby bowl playoff lineups a couple of times i tried to i mashed the wrong button or something and then i i texted you i said man i'm sorry i didn't i i messed it up and i don't want to set it for week number two because i i, I don't want to take advantage of not having or having the people left to play so uh, kp i don't know if you've thought about baby bowl playoff edition or not but that is a fun game to play i haven't actually thought of it um thought about it yet um that does sound very entertaining actually <laughs> i'm not sure how that would work so um i like to be a part of like you know anything on the ground level and moving the way up i like to be a part of those um types of things. oh yeah um so I'm, I'm i'm definitely stoked to be a part of that Make sure you follow OKP on Twitter. Like I said, King Petty FFB. And don't forget to follow Rob Norton at Norton0723, the daddy of the baby bowl. You can follow me as well at Loafinit on Twitter. The show is FI Today with a little underscore. Thank you for subscribing to the show. Thank you for sharing it. Thank you for uh, the quote tweets that you have. That's awesome to be able to see those things. And the interaction in the chat room is really good. I, I don't know if you've, uh, how, how you dip in and out of there a lot, KP. I, I don't know how much you've interacted, though, in that chat room. It can be intimidating when you get some big hitters in there like we have definitely um so for me i i don't like to overstep um, so i kind of like stay in the back just to kind of see how other people interact and i do like to check out uh, people's titles so when i see like i'm like i don't know if you know what you're talking about and then i look at their <laughs> i look at their twitter page <laughs> and i'm like oh you're verified oh you're part of fantasy pros you get paid to do this so Maybe I should actually look what you're talking about. And so they'll just be like <laughs> jumping the gun. Like, you have no idea what you're talking about, man. <laughs> uh, well, just give don't 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 uh, interact with Kangas too much, Rob. Uh, that's what I would say to him, Rob. <laughs> when the, let's just leave Kangas alone, okay? Kangas, yeah, he he can get uh he can get a little rowdy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Rob, there are a couple of games on this slate here with some big point totals that we are looking at, and I know you've got to be looking at as well. That Buffalo Tennessee game is one of them. There, it's at a 54 point total right now. The Dallas Cowboys in New England. And Patriots. That's at 51 point total right now. And I'm looking at Odd Shark, and they got the Cowboys at 25 and the Patriots at 23. That one just looks goofy to me, Rob. Yeah, it's weird. It's it's so weird to me. Um, I know New England's at home, and they say whenever you're a home 
you know, the home team gets like a three point boost. So, you know, really, if it was the other way, if it, on a neutral field, you'd expect Dallas to be in this case, six and a half, or if they were home, they'd be nine and a half or whatever. But it still seems, you know, kind of goofy. Cause like you said, that new England almost lost to Houston. Dallas has looked really good, especially on surprisingly good on defense. So, I, I I expect Dallas to handle New England easily. The Chargers and the Ravens, KP, are at 52. And also the Chiefs and your Washington football team. I say yours because this week might be a great week to pick the Washington football team to do really well in the Baby Bowl. This point totals at 55 and a half right now. Are you looking at playing any of these guys in a Baby Bowl lineup possibly, KP? Uh, so for me, I'm probably going to stay away from it just a little bit um the only only couple of people i'd probably be targeting at this point uh would be i of course you know gibson would be there but for me i, I think uh for the baby bull mckissick would be a good start here um i think kansas city's gonna run it up real quick you know they got blown out in on sunday night so they want to redeem themselves and come out firing on all cylinders against washington um, so Washington is going to be down a lot. They're going to, you're going to need faster pace and that's where McKissick's going to come in. Okay. So you both have to do me a favor and I've, I've started whispering now, right? <laughs> because, because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Philadelphia Eagle game is tomorrow night. This point total is at 52 and a half. And I, I, I think the point total should be somewhere around Jupiter. Or, you know, Mars or Venus, because this thing, this game can go through the roof. And I don't want to remind people to set their baby bowl lineups for tomorrow night because sometimes life gets busy and you forget to set the Thursday night baby bowl lineup. But this looks like a great smash spot for both of these teams, Rob. Yeah, definitely. It's it's definitely one of my favorite games of the week in terms of just in fantasy in general. And I do think, you know, I'm going to be trying to at play at least one player from, from this game. You know, Tampa's been, I mean, obviously Tampa's a great team in general, but their, their defense is such a great run defense that they are, are a pure pass funnel at this point. Mm-hmm. And meaning that basically teams have to pass on them to, to, you know, get anywhere, which, which one helps, pace of play and helps Tampa get more offense as well. So that's why you see a lot of these high total games with them and they get into a lot of shootouts. And so, you know, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, both, both look like great plays in this one. You could play, you know, Devonte Smith and, um, you know, I, I think Goddard's going to be out. I think he was on the COVID list last I saw. So Ertz could be a good play. Um, and then obviously, Picking between the Tampa receivers is always tough, so you kind of got to pick one or two and cross your fingers. No, you, you play them all tomorrow night. You play them <laughs> all. That's what you do tomorrow night. Uh, no, the, the Eagles secondary actually is one of those secondaries that is is um, surprisingly good. 
they they hold the the other wide receivers down to a, a smaller point. So I think this is a Tom Brady pick them apart kind of a game where last week he was really airing it out. And you touched on a little bit there uh, with Goddard, Rob, of him being out on on the COVID list. Looks like he's not going to be able to make it back in time. KP, you got to stick Ertz in there. We're always le- looking to lean on a player's injury or something and try to take his backup. But in this case, Ertz, who has done pretty well, I think 21 targets over his last three games or something like that. We're going to have to try and stick Ertz in there if you still have him available, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I was actually going to say that <laughs> here. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to hear a lot of Ertz to Ertz tomorrow, um, <laughs> especially with Levante David being out for the game. Um, that's definitely going to be something wide open in the middle of the field. Um, I'm sure they're going to try to take away the outside from Devontae Smith's speed. Um, and, of course, Quez, Quez Watkins can absolutely fly. Um, so I think we'll probably get maybe one big touchdown from Quez. Um, but I think the primary beneficiary here is definitely going to be uh, Zach Ertz. Yeah, see, I'm going to delete this entire section so nobody hears anything <laughs> that we're talking about. So I can win one of these weeks in the baby bowl, guys. That's what I'm going to do. No, uh, all right, KP, also, this Los Angeles Charger-Baltimore Raven game, like I said, was already at 52 points here. Baltimore is jumping out. They, they're projected possibly for 35 points this week where they got the Chargers only at, only at 18, eight, I don't know, 17, looks like 17. Uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens, they don't have, no, they, they don't have any running backs. I mean, if you got a Lamar Jackson, are you feeling confident in playing him or Mark Andrews or a Hollywood Brown this week against what I think is a Charger defense that was pretty good until they ran into the buzzsaw in Cleveland last week, KP? Yeah, I'm still pretty confident with the the Ravens team, um, mainly because Lamar, he's just just a different type of player. Um, He's basically their quarterback, running back, wildcat, anything you want him to do, he can do it. Um, he's absolutely showing out. He's showing his arm, his accuracy. Um, it's way, it's showing a lot better than people thought going into the season at, at very least. Um, you do still have to worry a little bit about the Chargers secondary, but really um, all the other players for Baltimore, like Porsche and Sammy Watkins, they're just out mm-hmm. there running to make millions. The only people that are actually <laughs> earning their bucks are Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I don't know what Rashad Bateman, anybody know his status for this week? I know he was kind of toying around with practice last week or at least hinted towards the IR being able to come off of that. Anybody hear anything about him this week? No, he um, the last the last thing I saw was that he was still questionable. Um, okay. I, I haven't seen if he's going to play or not this week. I know last week they mentioned that they're going to hold him out with hopes to, for him to play this week. But I haven't heard definitive word one way or another yet on him. So. Okay. It'll be it'll be interesting to see if he, you know, I I liked him a lot heading into the year in terms of just his talent, and you know you you don't like you didn't love the landing spot, but that was the same thing that was said a few years a couple of years ago with AJ Brown going to the run heavy, you know, Titans. So sure. um, with wide receivers, I, I kind of try to lean more on on talent. I liked his talent, so we'll see if he can get healthy and what he can do, but. I know I wouldn't expect him to jump right in and and take what take over what Hollywood and Andrews are doing, considering how well they're playing. 
Yeah, and and you know he's a guy to look for on your waiver wires. Maybe people dropped him, especially coming up to the bye weeks. Uh, maybe you can look for that, especially at the end of this week in people's desperation moves. So if he doesn't come off the IR, if he's not going to play, they may just go ahead and drop him. He may be a good stash if you have that opportunity. T.Y. Hilton, he might be another name that's out there on IR that people can go ahead and grab and look at. And let's not forget about Marlon Mack. The rumors are that he's possibly going to Kansas City at some point. That they've looked into it. I, I don't. I don't believe a lot of that smoke whenever it ends up happening or whenever it's talked about like that. But still, uh, Marlon Mack, with a guy with his talent, his ability, we've seen what he's done in the past. He looks pretty bouncy in Indianapolis right now. And going into a Kansas City Chief team, that I don't, I, they'll be able to implement any kind of procedure to be able to get him into that lineup that they possibly can. Rob, the Cleveland Browns last week, they scored, what, 102 points or something like that <laughs> last week? I don't know what it was. I thought that Baker was hurting. But here's the thing. I, I, he's not passing to Odell Beckham Jr. Jarvis Landry is not there. We can't count on David Njoku to get it done again this week, can we? No, definitely not. I, I, oh. he's, <laughs> he's, he's been a guy I loved Njoku coming out of college. He, you know, he, he's that prototypical freak athlete type of build. And you just hope those guys can, you know, develop the route running and the, and the consistency that you, you'd love to see because they're just such a mismatch nightmare. Um, you know, he's been so inconsistent, though, over the years. I, I can never really bank on him to be, you know, to, con- to consistently produce week in and week out. And in, especially with Hooper there as well. Um, yeah, I don't know what, what the whole deal is with, with Odell and Baker. I mean, it's starting it's it's getting concerning as a Browns fan, I'm not gonna lie. They uh it just I don't want to say that they because it, it's it's an easy cop out to say that Baker is you know better without Odell Beckham because he has been better without Odell Beckham. But I, I, I don't really want to believe that's true when you have a playmaker of his caliber. It's just they they gotta find a way to get on the same page and you know maybe maybe it could be this week this it's a it's a nice total Arizona's fast paced offense and they're the Browns are gonna have to score to keep up maybe maybe what needs to happen is Baker and Odell Beckham need to go out on like a little double date with you and Julie or something you know yeah it's just kind of all. <laughs> You guys all bring a girl and everything. And you guys all, just all six of you, go out to the movies or something like that one night and just have a little bonding experience between all six of you. Uh, and, and, and Odell, that, that, may, that may turn out messy. Hey, uh, KP, <laughs> I got a question. Yes. The Las Vegas Raiders, we know the turmoil they were in last week. Uh, they head to Denver. That's a you know division rivalry game. You know that there's history there and all that. I can't, should anybody play anybody? from the Las Vegas Raiders this week in the Baby Bowl. We're always looking at Darren Waller and say, hey, he's he's startable every single week. Uh, but to me, I don't know how they're going to bounce back from all the off-field stuff. I could see it them still being kind of in a shell from the stuff that happened with Gruden, or I could see them really trying to bond and come out fired up. The only problem is they're, you know, they're traveling to Denver for that. Are you going to touch anybody from the Raiders this week? Right now, no, I'm, I'm, I'm staying absolutely away from them. You made a lot of great points. Um, and then Denver is is slowly getting back to their defensive presence that they they used to hold back in the like prime Von Miller days. Um, and the Raiders just haven't played very well in the last two games. 
Um, they lost to Chicago, which is like very, very surprising for me because uh, I think I, I posted about it in the Baby Bold group chat about possibly picking up the Raiders or the Cowboys defense for last week. And we got a lot of like Raiders talk and they were very disappointing. Um, so for, for me, I'm outside of Darren Waller. I don't even think I want Darren Waller. I probably save him for later in the season, maybe against like uh, maybe against Kansas City, maybe against Cincinnati. Um, those are a couple different spots I would want to plug him in because I personally still have him available to pick from. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely staying away from like anybody. Um, maybe you can take a flyer with Josh Jacobs if you're really hurting at running back and you like already used up the majority of the running back pool. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's that's probably about the only person I have faith in. Ringers, Rob, you're bringing in ringers. This guy has got a map <laughs> in his house, in his room somewhere. He's got a map lined up for all the tight ends, each city that he wants to play a tight end in. He's got all these different running backs lined up of how they're going to travel across country and go over here, and that's when he's going to play them is when they play the, the Philadelphia Eagles. or something. KP, you're bringing in the heat tonight, man. They're bringing in the smoke. I appreciate that a lot, KP. That's a great job. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, don't be thanking me yet because this week I'm going to pummel you, my friend, <laughs> in, in the baby bowl, a little friendly competition. Hey, great job by you, KP. Did anybody? Did I forget anybody? You guys are just eyeballing that you really want to let the cat out of the bag on this week. Nobody. Um, okay. I I I, I was going to say I I do like um, I do like either of the Pittsburgh receivers this week. Um, Seattle's been horrible. So, you know, if you have Deontay or Claypool with now that Juju is out, that target, you know, that target tree could, should be a little bit more consolidated and you can kind of go to them. It was kind of weird seeing Deontay only get two targets last week, even though he got the 50 yard touchdown. Um, but I'd expect Deontay to be back, back with another double digit target game. And it wouldn't be surprising if Claypool does as well. So, you know, you could, you could take any of those guys or Najee if you still have them. Um, so yeah, I, I like, I like that matchup as well. Um, if you, if you're able to plug some guys in. Okay. I am glad to hear that. I, listen, let me, t- let me tell you, let me tell you what guys, what I did this week, my home league is, is like, I'm, I'm two and four in the home league or something like that. You know, the, the, the league you really want to win in, right? Actually, I take that back. I'm one and four in my home league. All right. So, so the fantasy analyst guy, the guy who talks about the, he's always losing a bunch. So I had to make some moves. And uh, when we had the draft room, I could pull out all tons of excuses about how much I was working and all that. But either way, they're all just excuses, but I had to do something. Okay. I had to do something because my team just wasn't winning each week. So whether it be, my my matchups against the other teams or anything like that, I, I just had to switch it up. So this is what I did, KP. And, and this sounds this sounds her- terrible, but maybe. <laughs> and you guys, by all means, tell me how bad it is if I did it. All right, <laughs> I I traded away Tom Brady, and I know it's like, oh what, uh, and, and Jamar Chase. All right, so I traded away those two guys and Marvin Joe Jr. So he's not doing anything. So I so those two big dogs, I, and I traded them away for T Higgins, uh, AJ Brown. And Sam Darnold. Now, Sam Darnold, I'm, I'm just going to start streaming quarterbacks is the way I'm looking at it, right? And I went and picked up Heineke this week, and I'm going to stream him in Kansas City. But here's what my thinking was. I, I only had one wide receiver out of all that. I think I can squeeze out enough juice from each one of my quarterbacks to be able to get up towards that Tom Brady number. 
And I'm hoping A.J. Brown bounces back. And I don't think there's too big of a fall off between Higgins and Chase. I know Chase is having that great year, but Higgins seems to be the guy that uh, Joe Burrow looks for. I lost that bet, though, totally. I lost that trade, didn't I, KP? I just lost it completely, right? Yeah, I'm afraid to say, man. Uh, I wouldn't have made that trade if you would have proposed it to me. I would have laughed and said, no, thank you. Um, (laughs) But I do think uh, you're right. Um, A.J. Brown is definitely one of those bounce back second half um, candidates of of the year for sure. Um, He does still have a couple of big matchups here um, that we still have to look forward to, like Buffalo is going to be tough on Monday night. Um, of course, on Sunday night also has uh, Los Angeles Rams. Um, but then you also have Kansas City, mm-hmm. New Orleans, Houston, England, um, Jacksonville. Those are all like prime matchups that he can get that chemistry going with Tannehill again. Hopefully he's a little bit more healthy. Um, but yeah, the, I think what's going to hurt him this year will be the fact that they have a late bye this year. Well, and I was looking at that too. I saw the I saw the schedule. I saw that late by, and I was like, okay, well. And I wish he had that extra week off, like you're talking about, just to heal up a little, maybe a little bit. Uh, that may be what you were alluding to. Uh, but I had I had to switch it up, man. I had to switch it up. Rob, I don't even want to hear you laugh at me about that trade because I got another one that I made too. Okay, you ready for the other one, Rob? <laughs> I'm, re- I'm hate, ready. I'm ready. You're gonna hate this one. You're gonna. I, I, but I. I I, I had Marvin Jones Jr., guys. I, and listen to these players I'm trading away. You know, they, they're giving me nothing, nothing at this point. Adam Thielen, Mike Davis, both nothings, right? Would you say nothings? So I, I got rid of three nothings, right? But I also traded away Alvin Kamara in another deal. All right, so I, I traded away Thielen, Kamara, and Mike Davis, and and until last week, Kamara wasn't you know shooting 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 uh, uh, dust off the moon last until last week, and I got back Joe Mixon, Deontay Johnson, and the Williams cat from uh, the, Jamal Williams is that his name from Denver? Oh, Javante. Javante, thank you, Javante Williams. So that that's what that's what the trade was. I I think the Mixon and Thielen thing. Or the Mixon and Kamara thing. I think that's a, I ain't gonna say a wash, but I, I like Mixon's I, I like Mixon's possibilities better than I like Kamara's in that uh, New Orleans offense. Rob, tell me I lost that one too. That's fine. Go ahead, tell me. Oh man, it's it's tough. I I'd have to look at it more to tell you. But CKP, um, he's a, a nicer a guy than you, KP. See? <laughs> I'm a, I'm a well. The thing is, every, you know, if if everyone who was following me at least this off season knew I was hyping Mixon, Mixon was the guy I was hyping more than more than almost any Mixon and Deontay. So you got two back two of my favorite guys. Now I I have soured a little bit on Mixon, not because of the injury, but more so because they've used them less in the passing game this year than they did last year. Like it's cut back like by more than half, but um, I'm, I'm interested this week to see what he does against, against Detroit. If he does get back the full workload and P Ryan's look, looking like he might be out this game with the, uh, I think they put him on COVID. So if he, you know, if, if I do see Mixon get right back into that full workhorse role again, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'll be right back in there with him because I was I was I was big on him heading into the year, and I I, I just felt like he got you know got a, got a bad rap. And Deontay, he's he's he would might have been my most drafted receiver this year. I just love how many targets he gets on a weekly basis. So I don't I don't hate it. I mean, I don't love that he gave up Kamara because I love Kamara too. Um, I was down on Thielen. 
and he started off hot, but there was a ton of touchdown production. He's slowed down lately. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. And even that, even that first one though, that first one that you mentioned, I, I'm one of the biggest advocates for streaming quarterbacks. So I don't, I don't hate it as much as you know most people probably would. And so you know, you could, you could turn out pretty well especially if you make the right calls in the streaming yeah i'm hoping that's what i do and i've 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 won the league before streaming quarterbacks and that's what i had to do this time i was just trying to get back a better return i had to shake up my team my team i had to shake it up it was one of four so i had to do something different you know it was one of those years kp it's just one of those years where nothing and i'm telling you there's so many red dots on my lineups uh, outside of those guys right there of people being injured or hurt. So it was just tough to do. Hey, I appreciate you guys, though, amusing me for a moment, telling me how bad I lost those trades. That's fine with me. Uh, <laughs> hey, I appreciate it, KP. You can follow him on Twitter, at King Petty. FFB on Twitter and congratulations once again for winning this week of the Baby Bowl KP. We look forward to having you back on whenever you run us out of the uh, week again at some point. Absolutely. I love being on here, guys. Uh, Wes and Rob, uh, you guys are absolutely amazing. I'm, I'm just super happy to be a part of uh, this whole experience. <laughs> Very good. And we do want to encourage everybody to check out some way that they can uh, support Breast Cancer Awareness Month in some way. Uh, I like your uh, make sure you go over to uh, KP's Twitter handle just to check it out and give him a follow. Rob, great job as usual. Thank you for amusing me and picking up all my slack each each and every week. You can follow Rob at Norton0723. Make sure you put a little little subscription thing or what what is it called? Whenever notification. Make sure you know get notifications from Rob's Twitter handle whenever he drops those articles towards the end of the week for DraftKings builds and for uh, you write the other article as well for the waiver wire and stuff like that. Rob, how close was I in my predictions for your end of the for your draft that you do for DraftKings? Um, do you remember? You were oh, you were you were uh, I, I I do remember you saying you were you were pretty close. Uh, the wool the the one on the lower end he he was a little bit behind, but I barely squeaked by. With um, I beat the guy that you said I was gonna get, I was gonna beat barely. I did mm-hmm. barely beat him. I and it's funny because he was actually, the, all three of us that do that every week, we're um, you know, we've been friends for like 15 years. We play mm-hmm. basketball together. We've been in each other's weddings and things. So, it's it's funny we do we talk a little trash to each other. And he, the guy who I squeaked by at the end, he thought he won because Trey Lance was my quarterback, and that that game was basically over he didn't realize i also also had he forgot i had evan ingram and cowboys defense so he he, he texts me saying he's like yeah nice try this week or something I, I i he's like i shouldn't have won but i i was able to beat you or whatever and then next play evan ingram catches a pass and it gives me the win and then the next play right after that the cowboys get that pick six and it just sealed it and, oh. I, and I, so i i had some some words back to him about yeah, he spoke spoke too soon, bud. And uh, and uh, he's a, he's like he's he checked the score. So I was up by eleven now. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, I I squeaked that one out in the the last drive of the game, basically. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. That's so you good. were close. At, you were really was, close. Well, I tried. I tried sometimes. At Nord zero seven two three on Twitter. At Loafinet on Twitter is where you can find me. Don't forget to follow the show at FI today with a little underscore there. But more importantly than all those things that we've talked about tonight, everybody, we always want to encourage you to find a way to make a positive impact in somebody's life today. <laughs>